Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Websites recovery radio kmp3.com and the books go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know what you're doing, I don't know if your day's just getting started, maybe it's just winding down, maybe it's somewhere right in the middle, but. I have no desire to drink today, and I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's, mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is exquisite. I think today I'm going to go to recoveryradiokmp3.com myself and buy a mug that says my own piping hot cup of coffee. A little logo on it. I want one. I really do. I have to. I have to tell you, I'm in a really good mood today. I woke up really kind of soaring. So I don't know what I'm capable of doing here. I don't know how this is going to go. I could do anything. gotten a lot of really nice emails and I'm going to read part of one to you right now. All right. It is from Jeff in Austin, Texas. Hello everyone in Austin, Texas. Jeff and I have been messaging on Instagram and um, just going to break into this email a little bit. I've listened through part four, episode 166 of What Does the Big Book Say? And I'm glad I did. He was asking me about the nonlinear way that I've gone through the steps. And I do talk about it in those episodes, as I have mentioned. He goes on to say, I have had the benefit of great sponsorship and being led through the book to do the work. It's sometimes difficult to find meetings that are not full of everything but what the big book says. Telling me. It's very hard to find those meetings. It's almost impossible 
my experience. Enjoyed the part of episode 166 where you mentioned sitting in a meeting and having to focus on God. It's a fine line between arrogance and remaining helpful to the next alcoholic when everything being shared is so far removed from the book. Funny story, I was just asked to stop doing an h weekly at the treatment center I've been going to for years. They said it was because they wanted to take the guys to a meeting on that night. But oddly enough, on a, quote, unrelated, end quote, note, they also wanted to ask me about the previous week. I had spoke about and demonstrated step four and explained how I completed it in an evening with my sponsor as it's laid out in the book. Evidently, some of the clients went and told them they were showing them wrong in the treatment center. I never said they were showing them wrong. I told the clients I was just sharing my experience with it. There are a bunch of us in Austin, Texas, who appreciate you, brother. Signed, Jeff. Well, thank you, Jeff. Email means a lot to me. Brings to mind many experiences I've had over the years that are similar. And maybe people listening to the show can relate to some of that as well. So I wanted to read that. So today I wanted to talk about making mistakes, coming up short, doing it wrong, failing on a regular basis, being unable to maintain perfect adherence to spiritual principles. Maintain being the key word. I come up short daily, make mistakes, regular basis. I miss the mark on a regular basis. I don't maintain perfect adherence to anything I talk about on this show. The difference for me now in my life is that I don't dwell on that, beat myself up for that, judge myself harshly for that, condemn myself. I don't, because I have found that a couple things. One, it's not helpful to me or to you. Or to God when I do that. It's not. And two, I don't think it has anything to do with God, that mindset, that judging, condemning my experience that's not aligned with my inner experience of my understanding of God at all. It comes from self. Beating myself up comes from self. doesn't come from a higher place. It doesn't come from the highest me. It comes from my lower nature. 
when I'm like, you suck. When I do something that's wrong and I feel guilty about it, I have come to see that the guilt is a good thing because it means that I've, I've broken my own moral code. And I do whatever I can to rectify that immediately. And then I literally try not to think about it at all. I don't try to think about it. I don't try not to think about it. I actually think of love instead. I replace the thought. You know, Emmett Fox has this great thing that he talks about. The laws of thought. One of the laws of thought is the law of substitution. He talks about this in, in this book, The Golden Key, where he talks about how, you know, in the material world, if you're if you're holding something, you can just drop it. But thoughts aren't like that. But if I were holding like a hammer, all I'd have to do is drop it. I wouldn't have to put something else in my hand in order for the hammer to remove itself from my hand. I could just open my hand and the hammer would drop and I'm not holding it anymore. But with thoughts, it's not like that. If I try not to think about a hammer, I think about the hammer. If I tell myself I'm not going to think about the hammer, I'm thinking about the hammer. Thoughts, he talks about how the only way to expunge one thought is to Replace it with a different one. That's the only way. So, I don't, I try not to think about, I'm aware of the fact that I screw up all the time. I'm, I'm aware. I'm not, I know <laughs> that I am I know that I have selfishness. I know that I have a long ways to go. I know that I'm going to be making mistakes for the rest of my life. I'm going to be making mistakes for the rest of my life. Whether I want it or not. And I know that. But I do try to acknowledge it, learn from it, and then just think of something else. I talked about it on here a long time ago. One thing that really helped me too is that when I came to see there was a difference between doing something wrong and making a mistake. Making a mistake, I would put like, if I like drop if I like, I'm a, I'm a waiter and I drop a plate, you know, that's, I would call something like that a mistake. But if I steal your wallet, I'm doing something wrong. And they're not in the same category to me. And mistakes, I let go of instantly, instantly. Instantly, 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 instantly for myself and for other people. 
instantly. Mistakes. We're going to make them. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Doing anything wrong is very different. Doing something wrong goes back to what I was saying a minute ago. Like I, that will cause me to feel guilt, hopefully, and I'll acknowledge that, rectify the situation, learn from it, grow from it. But the mistakes, if I feel guilty for dropping a plate, that's just, to me, that's just nuts now. It's not guilt that I'm feeling. It's all kinds of other stuff. Embarrassment. It's not like I broke my own moral code. I dropped a plate, you know? It's like embarrassment, wanting to be perfect, ego, pride. I mean, all, all kinds of stuff. But I've really just kind of learned to really embrace making mistakes. It's going to happen. It's okay. Don't take yourself so seriously, for God's sakes. I guess I'll stop there. Short and sweet today. If anyone needs to hear that everything's okay, everything's okay. Have a sip of coffee with me. I'm going to have another one. It's so good today. It's like one of those days it's special especially good all right no male modeling jokes today nothing i'm just gonna go hope you have an amazing week i do not know why my life was saved but i am gonna go try to live a life that was worth saving i hope you do the same